Section 18C Nutrition. Nutrition. Overweight and obesity in the United States has been declared a threat to national security. Nearly 27% of 17 to 24 year olds are too overweight to serve in the military. The Department of Defense is not immune, as 48% of airmen are assessed as overweight and 14% obese. Imbalance of calorie intake and physical activity are the primary causes for unintended weight gain and an increased potential health risk. Airmen are responsible to be mission ready at all times and must recognize that food is the fuel that supports our performance and ability to complete the mission. To understand how nutrition affects the body, airmen must understand the following basic concepts. Calories, the function of nutrients, and how to customize nutrient intake to support performance. Nutrition Basics My Plate The United States Department of Agriculture's My Plate Food Guidance System, Figure 18.2, provides practical information to help individuals build healthier diets. My Plate emphasizes fruits, Vegetables, grains, protein foods, and dairy groups in appropriate portions. The United States Department of Agriculture's website, www.choosemyplate.gov, has user friendly tools and resources on topics such as weight management and calories, physical activity, tracking your diet, and healthy eating tips. Calorie Intake. The Dietary Guidelines for Americans summarizes and synthesizes knowledge about individual nutrients and food into a set of recommendations for healthy eating. The 2015 version provides recommendations under five main messages 1. Follow a healthy eating pattern across the lifespan. 2. Focus on variety, nutrient density, and amount. 3. Limit calories from added sugars and saturated fats and reduce sodium intake. 4. Shift to healthier food and beverage choices. 5. Support healthy eating patterns for all. Maintaining a healthy weight is key to airmen's health and readiness. The Air Force recognizes abdominal circumference as one of the most specific indicators of disease risk in adults because abdominal fat is a predictor of obesity related diseases. In addition to meeting military appearance standards, overweight and obese airmen have increased risk of high blood pressure, high blood cholesterol, heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes. Arthritis, breathing problems, and certain types of cancer. Gradual improvements in diet, physical activity, and lifestyle are easier to incorporate and more likely to be maintained. This can be achieved by following the key dietary guideline recommendations to consume a healthy eating pattern that accounts for all foods and beverages within an appropriate calorie level. A healthy eating pattern includes 
a variety of vegetables from all the subgroups dark green, red, and orange, legumes, beans and peas, starchy, and other. Fruits, especially whole fruits, grains at least half of which are whole grains, fat free or low fat dairy, including milk, yogurt, cheese, and or fortified soy beverages. A variety of protein foods, including seafood, lean meats and poultry, eggs, legumes, beans and peas, and nuts, seeds, and soy products, oils. Maintaining a healthy energy balance is important. Calories from foods and beverages need to be balanced with calories burned through metabolism and physical activity to meet weight goals. Less calories to lose weight, balanced calories to maintain weight, and more calories to gain weight. If weight loss is desired, creating a calorie deficit of 500 to 1,000 calories a day through diet and or exercise should lead to a healthy weight loss of 1 to 2 pounds per week. The Super Tracker in www.choosemyplate.gov can provide individuals with healthy calorie recommendations and assist in tracking food intake and physical activity. Macronutrients Macronutrients make up the bulk of the diet and supply energy as well as many essential nutrients. Carbohydrates and protein provide 4 calories per gram, and fats provide 9 calories per gram. Carbohydrates Carbohydrates are the primary fuel source your body uses during exercise. An appropriate amount of carbohydrates is important to maintain glycogen stores for energy reserve. Carbohydrates increase blood glucose levels and supply energy. Simple carbohydrates increase blood glucose levels rapidly, while complex carbohydrates increase blood glucose levels slowly over a longer time. Simple carbohydrates are often found in packaged or processed foods. Examples are table sugar, brown sugar, corn syrup, honey, fruit drinks, soft drinks, and candy. Added sugars are simple sugars added to foods or beverages when they are processed or prepared and should account for less than 10% of calories per day. Complex carbohydrates can be found in fruits, breads, cereals, grains, milk, and starchy vegetables, potatoes, corn, peas, and squash. Healthy carbohydrates contain fiber and whole grains and limited added sugars. The recommended serving size is about the size of the palm of your hand and contains approximately 15 grams of carbohydrate. Sizes differ with sweets and vegetables. The general recommendation for carbohydrate intake is 45 to 65 percent of total calories. Fiber is classified as soluble or insoluble. Soluble fiber attracts water and turns to gel during digestion. Therefore, 
Soluble fiber lowers low-density lipoprotein, bad cholesterol, and prolongs stomach emptying time, so sugar is released and absorbed more slowly. Additionally, fiber can be found in oatmeal, oat bran, nuts, and seeds, dry beans and peas, and most fruits. Insoluble fiber adds bulk to the stool and helps food pass more quickly through the stomach and intestines. Finally, fiber can be found in whole wheat bread, barley, brown rice, seeds, and in most vegetables and fruits. The average American consumes 12 to 15 grams per day, whereas the recommended total fiber intake is 20 to 35 grams per day. Protein. Proteins are used by our bodies for tissue maintenance, replacement, function, and growth of our muscles. If our body is not getting enough calories from dietary sources or tissue stores, protein may be used for energy. The general recommendation for protein intake is 10 to 35 percent of total calories, or 0.8 to 1.2 grams per kilogram body weight to meet daily needs. Proteins can be found in meats, poultry, fish, legumes, tofu, eggs, nuts and seeds, milk and milk products, and grains. Individuals should focus on lean meats and low-fat milk products to reduce saturated fats. The recommended serving size of meat is the size of a deck of cards and contains about 21 grams of protein. One eight-ounce glass of milk contains eight grams of protein. Fats. Fats are a major energy source and help our bodies maintain temperature and protect organs from trauma. Balanced fat intake is essential to maintain energy reserve. Fats can be found in oils, high-fat cuts of meat, baked sweets, whole-fat milk and cream, butter, cheeses, nuts and seeds, avocados, and fish. The general recommendation for fats is 20 to 35 percent of total calories. The differences between the four categories of fats are important to understand: saturated fats. Trans fats, polyunsaturated fats, and monounsaturated fats. Diets higher in saturated fats have been linked to coronary heart disease. Saturated fats should make up less than 10% of your daily calories. Foods that contain more saturated fats are usually solid at room temperature and can be found in high-fat cheeses, high-fat cuts of meat. Whole-fat milk and cream, butter, ice cream, and palm and coconut oils. Trans fats have also been linked to coronary heart disease, and intake of these fats should be kept as low as possible. They can be found in small amounts in the fatty parts of meat and milk products, and in foods that contain partially hydrogenated oils. Trans fats can be made from vegetable oils through a process called hydrogenation, and are found in foods such as frozen pizzas, frozen pies, 
cookies and margarine, spreads and other processed foods. Eating more unsaturated fat can reduce your risk for heart disease and improve high-density lipoprotein good cholesterol levels. Unsaturated fats are typically liquid at room temperature and include monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats. Unsaturated fats typically come from plant sources such as canola oil, olive oil, nuts, seeds, flaxseed, and avocado, but it is also present in fish such as trout, herring, and salmon. Sodium. Americans consume about 3,400 milligrams of sodium every day, mostly in the form of salt found in processed foods, canned foods, soups, cheese, bread, prepared mixes, and deli meats. The dietary guidelines for Americans recommend that adults limit their sodium intake to 2,300 milligrams per day, about the amount in one teaspoon of table salt. Certain at-risk groups, including adults over the age of 51, African Americans, and people who have high blood pressure, diabetes, or kidney disease, should limit their sodium intake to about 1,500 milligrams per day. High sodium intake raises blood pressure, which is a major risk factor for the nation's leading cause of death, heart disease. The best way to ensure a low-sodium diet is to eat whole foods, such as fresh or frozen fruits and vegetables, lean, unprocessed poultry and fish, unsalted nuts, whole grains, and low-fat dairy products, such as skim milk or yogurt. Fluid Water is essential for life. In fact, the body is made up of over 60% water. Water has no calories and is needed to transport nutrients throughout your body via blood plasma, while also assisting many of your body's other functions, including waste elimination. Depending on age, sex, race, and body composition, water needs differ. The exact percentage is different for males and females and from one person to another, with a range of 45 to 75%. Taking these factors into account, daily water balance for each individual also depends on the total difference between water gain and water loss. Water gains occur from consumption of liquids, foods, and the body's natural production of water. Water losses occur from the following sources. Sweat, respiration, gastrointestinal, and renal. The body is in constant demand for water, and this demand increases when you exercise. When you are ill and in environmental conditions, such as humidity and altitude, for a generally healthy individual, the dietary reference intakes recommend a total daily water consumption, combination of drinking water, beverages, and food, for women 19 to 70 years of age, 
as 2.7 liters per day, and for men, 19 to 70 years of age, as 3.7 liters per day. Caffeine. Caffeine is a stimulant present in a variety of products, including coffee, tea, colas, energy drinks, dietary supplements, over-the-counter medications, and some foods. According to the Human Performance Resource Center, daily caffeine intake up to 400 milligrams has been found safe for healthy adults and non-pregnant. Non-lactating women, caffeine used in moderation with a dose of up to 200 milligrams has been shown to improve cognitive performance in individuals. A cup of coffee typically has 100 milligrams of caffeine. Be aware that taking large doses of caffeine, roughly 400 to 500 milligrams at one time. Can result in a serious condition known as caffeine intoxication. Symptoms of caffeine intoxication can include nausea, vomiting, agitation, nervousness, or headache. Excessive caffeine intake can be life-threatening and could potentially cause electrolyte imbalance or high levels of acid in the blood, which could cause seizures. Energy drinks versus sports drinks. Energy drinks and sports drinks are both marketed by manufacturers to improve performance. Evidence as to the effect of energy drinks on athletic performance is inconsistent. Be aware, case studies have reported seizures after heavy consumption of energy drinks. Energy drinks usually carry a warning due to the use of stimulants such as caffeine. Green tea extract, guarana seed extract, yerba mate, acacia rigdula, taurine, ginseng, or other proprietary energy boost blends. Proprietary blends can contain novel, untested ingredients, along with botanicals, amino acids, proteins, peptides, or extracts. Additionally, vitamins and minerals, example B vitamins and magnesium, may be added, leading to excessive intakes. Energy drinks are not meant to hydrate. Sports drinks or carbohydrate electrolyte beverages are designed to hydrate and do not contain caffeine unless otherwise stated. Sports drinks generally contain a mixture of carbohydrates. 14 to 19 grams per eight-ounce serving, sodium, 115 to 175 milligrams per eight-ounce serving, and potassium, 20 to 98 milligrams per eight-ounce serving, which has been shown to improve exercise performance. If eight liters of sweat are lost per day, or higher-intensity exercise lasts greater than 60 minutes. A carbohydrate electrolyte beverage may be needed. In conclusion, the safest solution is to avoid energy supplements and learn more about electrolytes and carbohydrate fueling strategies to decide which sport drink, not energy drink, is the best choice for you. Alcohol. 
Excessive drinking can be harmful to your health and may increase the risk of high blood pressure, liver cirrhosis, and several forms of cancer. The Dietary Guidelines for Americans advise limiting alcohol to one drink per day for women and two drinks per day for men. The serving size for beer is 12 ounces, wine is 5 ounces, and 80-proof distilled spirits is 1.5 ounces. The average serving of alcohol generally has about 150 calories. Additionally, alcohol has 7 calories per gram and can be a significant contributor caloric consumption in the diet. Alcohol may lead to excess weight gain, increased risk for chronic diseases, osteoporosis, stress injuries, and impaired short- and long-term cognitive function. Performance Nutrition Basics Nutrition plays an important role in maintaining health and performance, particularly exercise. This next section builds upon the basic nutrition principles and focuses on fueling strategies that will help enhance and optimize physical performance. The basics of performance nutrition focus on fluid hydration and timing of fueling strategies before, during, and after exercise. Fluid Requirements with Exercise Exercise substantially increases fluid loss, placing greater demands on fluid replacement, so that proper hydration before, during, and after intense workouts is critical. Decrements in performance start to occur with fluid losses of 2% of body weight degrades both cognitive and mental performance. One liter of water is equivalent to one kilogram, 2.2 pounds of body weight. An example would be a 150-pound individual losing 3 pounds of body weight through sweat losses, which would equate to 1.36 liters of fluid. During exercise, sweat rate losses can vary from 0.3 to 2.4 liters. Fluid losses are dependent on exercise intensity, genetic predisposition, fitness status, acclimation of heat, altitude, clothing, and other environmental conditions. Dehydration occurs with fluid losses of greater than 2% of body weight and increases risk for heat illness, exhaustion, and stroke. In general, for activities less than 60 minutes, water is the best beverage for hydration. If you are doing more than 60 minutes of continuous exercise, then you may benefit from a sports drink to replace electrolytes and carbohydrates. Also know that while dehydration can affect performance and be life-threatening, the same can occur on the opposite end of the spectrum with excess fluid consumption. Excess fluid can lead to overhydration, resulting in symptoms such as chills, vomiting, dizziness, disorientation, altered mental status, fatigue, headache, and even death. According to the United States Army Research Institute of Environmental Medicine, regardless of how hot it is or how hard you are working, you should limit fluids to no more than 6 cups an hour and 48 cups a day. 
The key with fluid intake is to aim to replace losses and monitor signs and symptoms of under-over hydration. Determine how much water is lost by taking a weight measurement without clothes or gear before and after a hard training workout. Drink 16 ounces of fluid for every pound of weight lost. Pre, during, and post-event eating strategies. Following appropriate eating strategies based on event timing and exercise intensity can help improve performance. Avoid drastic changes in diet before a fitness test or mission. Try out new foods and strategies during training times. Pre-exercise. The purpose of a pre-exercise beverage, snack, or meal is to provide enough fluid to maintain hydration and enough carbohydrates to maintain proper blood sugar levels during activity. A pre-exercise meal includes some carbs, protein, and low or moderate fat, should be consumed three to four hours before starting the activity. This allows time for the body to digest the food. A small amount of protein before exercise may reduce muscle soreness later. Pre-exercise snacks and beverages should be consumed 30 to 60 minutes before an activity. The snacks and beverages consumed one hour before should contain mainly carbohydrates since they are digested quickly and turn to energy-giving glucose. Snack examples are bananas or other fruits, grapes, applesauce, and peaches, graham crackers, pretzels, or low-fiber dry cereal. Avoid foods with fat and fiber in a pre-exercise snack to minimize possibility of an upset stomach. During exercise. During exercise, duration of less than 45 minutes, carbohydrate consumption is not warranted. In sustained high-intensity exercise with a duration of 45 to 75 minutes, small amounts of carbohydrates during activity, sports drinks and products, may enhance performance, but does not provide a source of fuel. During endurance exercise of one to two and a half hours in length, carbohydrate intake provides a source of fuel. The recommended intake of carbohydrates for events from one to two and a half hours in length is 30 to 60 grams per hour. In ultra-endurance events greater than two and a half to three hours in length, Carbohydrate intakes of up to 90 grams per hour can improve performance. Post-exercise recovery. If exercising at a low or moderate intensity for less than a half hour, a post-workout beverage or snack is not necessary. However, if the exercise routine is rigorous and lasts for more than 45 minutes, a snack or light meal will help in recovery. This recovery meal helps replenish the carbohydrates burned during exercise and converts them into a storage form, glycogen, for later use. Adding protein to the meal or snack helps rebuild muscle tears that occur during exercise. Following exhaustive exercise, a minimum of 24 hours is required to replace the glycogen stores lost in training. 
timing and the ratio of carbohydrate to protein are also important factors to consider. The critical window of refueling is within 45 minutes of finishing your exercise. High glycemic foods are the most effective for restoring glycogen. An optimal composition of a post-recovery beverage or snack is a 4 to 1 carbohydrate to protein ratio. This means that for every 4 grams of carbohydrates, there should be 1 gram of protein. A great example is the recovery beverage, chocolate milk. A regular 8-ounce glass of chocolate milk contains about 29 grams of carbohydrates and 8 grams of protein. A 3 to 6.1 carbohydrate protein ratio. In contrast, a regular 8-ounce glass of milk contains 12 grams of carbohydrates and 8 grams of protein. A 1.5 to 1 carbohydrate protein ratio. Other examples of simple post-workout snacks include low-fat yogurt, trail mix, cereal, nuts and dried fruit, and water or string cheese and a fruit bar with water. Hydration repletion should also be a priority. Recovering fluids should include sodium and potassium. Examples of these types of fluid are water, juices, sports beverages, coffee, tea, soups, and water-containing foods such as fruits and vegetables. Supplements The use of dietary supplements continues to be popular among members of the military. The term dietary supplement includes many products such as vitamins, minerals, herbs, botanicals, amino acids, or other substances and are sold as pills, powders, bars, packs, gels, drinks, or shakes. The Food and Drug Administration does not test products before they are sold in stores or via the Internet. This lack of oversight means there is no guarantee that what you purchase is what you get. Knowing the red flags when choosing a dietary supplement is important. First, be aware that the most popular types of supplements, bodybuilding, performance enhancement, sexual enhancement, and weight loss products are the ones most likely to be tainted with prescription drugs, heavy metals, or other undeclared ingredients. Second, avoid products that have ingredients listed as blends, proprietary blends, or delivery systems on the label. These blends do not specify the amount of each ingredient in the blend and increase the risk of overdosing on ingredients such as creatine or caffeine. Third, be wary of products that promise a quick fix or amazing results that seem too good to be true. Fortunately, there are third-party verification certification companies that will test the purity and or quality of the product, so look for those types of labels on your products. Figure 18.3 Remember, climate and stress may alter the effects of dietary supplements, especially in a deployed environment, which can increase the risk of having a bad reaction to a product. The Department of Defense has created a resource called the Operation Supplement Safety Campaign, 
which is designed to educate the military community about dietary supplements and how to choose supplements wisely. Convenient, reliable, and science-based information can be found at http colon slash slash hprc-online.org slash OPSS. Airmen on flying status must consult with their flight surgeon. However, all airmen are encouraged to discuss dietary supplement use with their health care provider or base nutrition professional in order to avoid any drug supplement interactions for safety reasons.